all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. This is the All You Need to Know podcast on Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 1st of July. There was quite a bit of economic data that came in yesterday post-market hours. First, India's current account posted a rare surplus last quarter as imports understandably took a hit due to the lockdown to control the spread of the pandemic. The surplus was $600 million in January to March or 0.1% of gross domestic product according to a statement from the RBI. The median in a Bloomberg survey of 15 economists was for a deficit of $3 billion. The reason for the surplus last quarter was mainly due to a lower trade deficit at $35 billion and a sharp rise in net invisible receipts at $35.6 billion according to the RBI. Next, India's fiscal deficit reached 4.66 lakh crore or 58.6% of the budget estimate in the first two months of the 2020-21 financial year. The deficit during the same period in FY20 stood at 52% of the budget target. Meanwhile, India's infrastructure industry's output has contracted for a third straight month. The index of eight core infrastructure industries, which comprises output of coal, crude oil, cement and electricity, among others, has declined 23.4% in May from a year ago. The gauge makes up 40% of India's factory output. Now, we've been telling you that government revenue has been taking a hit these past few months, and that was borne out by the GST collection data that was released yesterday. The central government's share in goods and services tax collected in April and May fell to about a third of what it was a year earlier. It stood at 24,895 crore rupees, a 70% drop from the corresponding period in the previous financial year. The Prime Minister made an address to the nation at 4pm yesterday. In case you missed it, the main highlight is that the government will extend a program for free transfer of food grain to the poor and underprivileged. Garib Kalyan Anna Yojana, under which about 80 crore people received free food grains, will now be extended till November. It was supposed to end in June and the extension will cost an estimated 90,000 crore more, taking the total cost of the free food grain program to 1.5 lakh crore rupees. In other news, Patanjali Ayurved has, in just a week, gone from announcing the world's first Ayurvedic medicine for COVID-19 to saying that it never claimed that the drug would cure the virus. Managing Director Acharya Balkrishna was quoted as saying by ANI that the company had never said that the medicine, which was called Coronil, could cure or control the disease. Instead, Balkrishna claimed that the company had said it had made medicines and used them in clinical controlled trials which cured corona patients. For more on that story, do look up the website bloomberquint.com. In international news, Anthony Fauci, the top infectious disease expert in the US, has said he's quite concerned about the increase of COVID-19 cases in states including Florida, Texas, Arizona and California. 
He told a U.S. Senate health panel yesterday that some states reopened too early and skipped checkpoints that were part of Centers for Disease Control and Prevention guidelines. He also warned lawmakers that coronavirus cases could rise by 100,000 a day if behavior doesn't change. Cases rose by 48,096 in that country on Tuesday to 2.61 million as compared with the same time on Monday. This morning, Asian stocks are following their U.S. peers even higher after a record first quarter performance that was the best since 2009. In fact, U.S. stocks have risen by the most in the first quarter since 1998. All three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region this morning were in the green last I checked. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Agam. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alice, and good morning, listeners. Asia has opened marginally lower, and the SGX Nifty Futures is indicating a muted opening for Indian markets this morning. And as usual, we start off with some key earnings. Right at the top, we have Vodafone Idea, where revenues have grown 6% on a consolidated basis sequentially to a little over 11,750-odd crores and also a tad higher than expectations. But the company has posted a net loss of 11,640 crores versus an expectation of just 4,600 crores. Of course, in comparison, the company has also reported a loss of 6,400 crores in the quarter gone by sequentially its average revenues per user was however up 11 percent at 121 rupees per share and uh, what we'll be watching out for a more commentary from the analysts uh, considering the earnings have come in quite late or in the night moving on to ongc we have seen revenues decline nine and a half percent the company has also posted a net loss of around 3100 crores versus a net profit of 4226 crores year on year margins have come off substantially to just 40 percent versus 51.9 percent and the reason why the company is looking at a sharp loss is because of an impairment loss of around 4900 crores in the current quarter due to covid 19 impacts moving on unexpected lines godfrey phillips has reported a net sales decline of four percent now we already have an idea of how things have panned out for the cigarette industry from itc but the company has also posted a net profit growth of 36 percent at 48 crores and its margins nearly doubling to 15.3 percent against 8.2 percent and a lot of this advantage comes in on account of well savings in terms of input costs and of course uh, the excise will have an effect but overall there certainly has been weakness when it comes to the sales moving on beyond earnings we have jindal steel and power which means mauritius arm has accepted a binding offer from templar investments to divest its entire stake in its oman asset 
that is jindal shadid iron and steel the enterprise value of the deal is a little over 1 billion dollars and this deal will enable the company to reduce debts uh, of course moving on we have vedanta resources which is seeking to increase a planned 2.5 billion dollars loan by 250 million dollars to help it advance a decision to delist its main unit in India this is reported by Bloomberg news and we have GMM Fordler which will look to acquire the Dye Creek Process Systems Hyderabad factory for about 6.25 million euros and the facility is equipped to manufacture glass lined equipments that is the major business of GMM Fordler now these are just some of the stocks we can watch out for as we move into trade today but don't forget to go through our morning edition of all you need to know only on bloomberqueen.com thanks agam and as always thank you all for listening in This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to all you need to know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM podcast app? On the IVM podcast app along with this we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus says with Cyrus Brocha as the host, listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta, The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Verma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 